Welcome to the Enchanted Ears Podcast. Where we discuss anything and everything Disney. I'm Angela. And I'm Joe. We've got another great episode for you this week. Yeah, it's it's about Disney bounding this week. Before we get into that, Ange, I know you're excited to talk about Disney bounding. You've oh, sure been am. really looking into this lately. Just want to bring up a quick piece of Disney news. By the time this comes out, there may be some more news on this, but we talked a few weeks ago about the Fox-Disney merger. So Disney was set to buy Fox for around $52 billion. Mm-hmm. Since then, Comcast made a bid around $60 billion, and then Disney upped that bid and took it to $72 billion. So it's oh gone up about $20 billion. So there's a bit of a fight going back and forth for the I think I'd say they Fox want it. assets. Yeah, so this week Comcast has announced that they are no longer bidding for Fox, so they're not going to try to outdo Disney's bid. Because in the background, Comcast and Fox, so pseudo-Disney, because it's ultimately Disney would own the, the Sky broadcasting assets in London, but Fox and Comcast are bidding for control of Sky, which is a, a cable satellite provider in in Britain. So they've kind of been going back and forth raising bids. So Comcast said they're giving up on Fox and focusing all their efforts on Sky. So it seems like I think what people are thinking is Disney will kind of drop out of Sky. Yeah, I was going to say, are they going to back Fox. off? Will they, yeah. will they make like a deal? You back off of this one, we'll back off of that yeah, one. Yeah, they can't technically kind of say that, but they're signaling it because you figure... If, so they're, if they're Comcast, doing more like smile, wink, wink. Well, if Comcast, they've, they've kind of made it known if they're not going to spend $60 billion on Fox, so they're taking all of that money and focusing it on Sky. So basically telling Disney, hey, you can bid more, but we have a lot more firepower because we dropped out of the Fox race. So it seems like Disney will get Fox. Comcast will get Sky over in Europe. Um, but I think ultimately Disney comes out a big winner. They they gain a ton of movie assets. I mean, I think I saw something where between Fox and Disney, I mean, they're like maybe all the top five or four out of the top five movies of the year between Fox and Disney. So basically wow. Disney will own the box office and they get a ton of television assets for their new streaming service that's coming out next year so it really puts disney in a great position and correct me if i'm wrong but doesn't fox own the right to rights to uh the marvel properties east of the mississippi is that no that's comcast oh shoot so i was so really fox, hoping that we can get no, marvel land. no so fox owns x-men so we could see the x-men and the fantastic four and deadpool potentially come into the mcu that's the potential on the movie side of things, but no, not nothing with theme parks. So, oh. but there's a shareholder vote for Fox on July the 27th. So, like I said, which would have been the Friday before this episode comes out. But with no competing offer, it seems like everything's going to go through, and then Disney will will own Fox. They already have the, all the regulatory approvals. Okay, so the government's going to yeah, allow they've it. already signed off. No on monopolies it and everything. here. Yeah, so so it seems like that's going forward. So we'll. Like I said, once the deal goes through, I mean, there's a ton of properties coming over to Disney that, that yeah. will have to be sorted so through. So they basically will own Boardwalk and Park Place. Kind of. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I guess if you want to look at it like that, yeah, you could you could see it like that. So Awesome. All right. So, like I said, Angela, you've been doing a lot of research on Disney bounding lately. Yeah. You actually have an article up on our website. I do. So if you want to 
want to check it out. It's pretty good. It kind of covers everything about Disney bonding, what, what we're talking about today. So if you head to our website, that's EnchantedEarsPodcast.com. If you just go to the blog, uh, you'll see it there. So you want to give a little background and, and jump right into it? Sure, sure. So I think a lot of people might hear Disney bounding. And if you don't already know what it is, you might wonder, what is it? So Disney bounding is a subtler... I know I sure did. Yeah, you, you didn't know what it was at all until I started doing this research. It's a subtler, more fashion-forward way for Disney fans to pay tribute to their favorite characters. So, And I also saw in some other place it, it called a low-key way to do Halloween, which I thought was interesting, um, an interesting way to think about it. And everyone loves Halloween, so it's super so, fun. Now, this is different, though, than like the Dapper Days. Because I think initially when you were explaining it to me, I got it confused because the dapper days is when everybody goes to Disney and they dress up. Everybody wears like bow ties and everything like that. But this is different. This this isn't this is an everyday look. Yeah, it's not necessarily that you're dressing up kind of in, in fancier, more formal attire. You're just dressing up that kind of hints at a Disney right, character. you're dressing as a character but it's not that you necessarily have to be wearing a dress but not or in suit. a costume either right 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 and actually Disney parks doesn't allow do not allow people over 14 to wear costumes unless there are special there are special days like Mickey's not so scary Halloween I'm sorry the Halloween park and that's but, for to not confuse the kids yes with, I was just gonna ask you if you know why with with the actual characters me. in the in the park but they don't want People coming in dressed like Elsa, walking around, and the kids thinking that's Elsa, and then, you know, they're not. Twenty portraying... seconds later, seeing re- the real Elsa, and then they're like, "Whoa, what's going right. on here?" Or, or having somebody dressed up as Elsa, not portraying Elsa in the best light. Right. Exactly. So, yeah, it, you're not really allowed to do that. So, for an adult, this is a fun way to, again show your love of a character without having to wear a full out costume without cosplaying. So that's kind of what Disney bounding was, was made for. So when you first told me about this, like I said, I, I think I initially thought of the dapper days and that's why I kind of had that image in my head. So whenever you showed me some of these outfits and we'll kind of talk about this more, but I was kind of like, Oh, like I was a little bit underwhelmed by it. Like it didn't seem like anything, that's special to me. And again, because I was thinking of the people kind of more dressed up with the bow ties and the fancy hats and the suits and everything as the Dapper Days. Where, well, that's not this. That's it's, not the it's, case. Yeah. yeah, it's more casual. So I was kind of like, this doesn't really seem like anything. So at first, I was kind of like, nah, I dismissed it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, then, you were you were pretty dismissive of it. You were you were kind of like, this looks like it would be just too easy to do and. I think there's a lot more that can go into it. Particularly, I think it's a little harder as a man to do it. And I'll get into this, but a lot of the the things that are fun about it is accessories. And I mean, definitely guys wear accessories, but I know that you're not really much of an accessory kind of dude. And I think that that's part of the things that that make it so much fun. Uh, But you can wear belts and shoes and things like that. I wear belts and shoes. So if that's accessories, I accessorize every day. True, true. So I have a question for you. Okay. How long do you think Disney bounding has been mainstream and not just a thing that a few creative people did? So basically, how long do you think the Disney bounding has been, in air quotes, a thing? Well, since I've only known about it for a week or two, I'm going to say maybe three weeks. Well, basically. Because I'm cutting edge on everything. I was going to say, if you don't know about it, it doesn't exist. I'm cutting edge. No. (laughs) (laughs) Um, 
So how long has it been mainstream? So like kind of official. It's, you, he hasn't quite des- like developed his object permanence yet. If he can't see it, it just doesn't exist. Like a little baby. I'm a Disney baby. Um, yeah. So I guess this is kind of like I guess you know with pin trading, like we talked about before. There's all there had been pins, but it wasn't officially a thing until uh, you know ninety nine two thousand. I'm gonna say Disney bounding probably around the same time period. I'm gonna say early 2000s. So let's say maybe 15 years. All right. It first was coined by a woman named Leslie Kay who ran a blog, a Tumblr, and called Disney Bound. Oh, Tumblr. Back, yeah. Okay, so this is that's sooner. That's not as old. Yes, I think exactly. Tumblr was around 15 years. Yeah, you want another so, da- another guess? Wow. So you didn't tell me. Now this is more information. All right. I don't know when Tumblr started, but I'm gonna say maybe 2010. Well, close. 2011. So back in 2011, she really? was that yeah. recent. Yeah. Okay. And she was literally Disney bound. Like she was going to Disney. She was from Toronto or she's from Canada. I think it might Oh, have is that where Toronto. the term comes from? Yes. I was, so, I was going to ask you that because dressing up like a Disney character, Disney bounding doesn't necessarily seem like it makes sense, but that makes sense. So her kind of blog was I'm bound for Disney and she was right. talking about this. Right. And so she just posted a few of her outfits that she had put together to go to Disney with because she was so excited. And those outfits that she posted took off. Like people now, really what, it, it became kind of viral. Were the were bit. the outfits actually meant to look kind of like Disney characters? Were they influenced mm-hmm. by characters? Yeah. Okay. So it wasn't yeah, she just seems coinc- like a real creative It wasn't type. coincidental. Yeah, I read a like okay. number of interviews and things with her and she seems like she's very creative and uh, into design and things like that. So she, uh, now her, she, it, her kind of, I don't want to say empire cause it's not really an empire, but it's expanded a little bit. She has like her own website now, but she used this thing called polyvore to help her put together outfits. What? What did you just say? Polyvore? Polyvore. Yeah. Okay. So what is that? So polyvore is, it's defunct now, but it That's, was a polyvore. It almost sounds like a Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> polyvore. Polyvore. Yeah. It's a defunct social media c- commerce company that used to allow Wait, you. That was a social media company? Yeah. They that used... was, it's now defunct. You mean that was actually a thing at one point? That was a flash in the pan then. I've never heard of that one before. <laughs> but they. I mean, MySpace is Well, it defunct. was social commerce. So it wasn't like social. It wasn't like. So a... I would call MySpace defunct. I would call this polymorph not existent. <laughs> would... Polymorph? No, I said polymorph. Polyvore. Polyvore. Poly's polyvore is non-existent. Now, I mean, maybe I'm wrong. You can all the people out there that are huge polyvore fans. You can. Well, you've seen. You these. can tell me how I'm wrong and how it was a big thing. You've, but I've never you've heard of seen it. these before, though. They're, they're basically the photo collages that you can put together of different clothes to, to create so outfits. Pinterest. Um, it's similar. I'm sure Pinterest got some of the ideas from polyvore, and I'm sure a lot of the things from polyvore leaked onto Pinterest. I'm sure that there are also another other websites now that you can take. And put together outfits that aren't polyvore. Okay. So, yeah. So, people use polyvore to kind of stitch together outfits. And, of course, it also was a way to sell clothing. So, you can kind of link to things, um, different clothing items. But we'll get into that in a minute. How do you think that you do this, Joe? Like, if you were going to go to the park as a character. You wear clothes that look like the character. But how? where would you start? So, I looked some of these up. And this was my other thing. So I, I was a little dismissive of it at first because I was like, I don't know. It sounds cool, but let me look into it a little bit. i got to tell you, some of these outfits. I mean, there are better little, ones and worse They're a little ones. borderline. So, I mean, I, look, I looked a few of them up looking at one. Somebody's the genie. He's wearing blue jeans and a blue shirt. 
and uh, like a red tie. I mean, that's kind of like I got I've out of bed. I've seen some really good jeans. I got ones, out of though. bed today. I put on jeans and a blue shirt, and I happened to stumble upon D- uh, Genie Disney Bounty. <laughs> so, uh, so, I mean, so I, at first, I think I was some of like, the choices uh, made in that outfit, though, aren't ones you would naturally make unless you were trying to mimic a character. I could and see it's that. not supposed to be but I started thinking, super have obvious. I, have I accidentally Disney bound and not realized it? Because didn't we figure out? Oh, I've wore jeans before. We did this the other day. Remember, we whenever I Disney bound on our date. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, if you follow our Instagram, you might have seen this. Oh, but that's right. I accidentally. Yeah. I accidentally so was the Hulk. I yeah. I went to dinner and we went to see The Incredibles. I went to dinner in the in The Incredibles as Violet Parr from The Incredibles. We were joking about it. And, and I was joking and saying, yeah, you can just basically stumble upon some of these Disney bounds because we were looking them up. And I realized I was kind of incredibly Hulk inspired Disney bounding <laughs> because I had a green shirt on and then grayish pants, Gray, grayish, grayish shorts, blue, I think. Yeah, grayish blue shorts. So I kind of look like Bruce Banner once he turns into the Hulk. And, you know, this, pants is, this is Joe's fantasy that he's super muscular. So he's, no, so I'm not saying you don't <laughs> well, have to have the form figure to Disney bound. It's just about wearing the clothes. So I kind of had. You know, the shorts, like the Hulk had the green shirts. I said, see, I accidentally Disney bound But see, if you were trying to Disney bound, you were wearing more of a hunter green. It was like a dark forest green. And if you were really like the Hulk, it would have been a brighter, a brighter green. green. That's yeah. what I'm saying. What I'm saying is I accidentally So you Disney can bound. get close so, by I know, accident. I know. But, but all, all, all joking aside, I mean, I know I kind of, I rail on it because I will say secretly, uh, I don't know by the time we get to the end of this episode, if we'll bring it up at the end or not, but I might as well just say it now. So secretly, I'm all in on this, and I want to do this. <laughs> so my journey with Disney bounding in about the span of three days was, uh, I don't know, sounds kind of weird. Most of these outfits, I think you accidentally stumbled on this. People need to try harder. <laughs> wow, this is pretty cool. Okay, I want to do this one and that one and that one. All right, I'm all in. When can we go and Disney bound every day? So so exactly. I, I, I came like I I... You came full circle. Yeah, I joke about this, and I'm, you know, I'm half joking about some of these of saying, oh, you know, this Disney buying thing. I could, I put on a pair of jeans. I could do that, but, but no, seriously, a lot of these are are really good, and I actually do want to do it. So nice. So I am, I'm, you know, I'm kind of joking about it, but yeah. So if you want a Disney bound, you kind of find a character you want to go as, and it seems to be like there are a lot of, there are certain characters that people do a lot. Yeah, so, and they're easier. They're easier right, and more recognizable right. ones. So a lot, a lot of ones I see Winnie the Pooh. Now you do wear pants in the Winnie the Pooh one. <laughs> yeah, don't Just, go to the park without pants on. Right, you will be arrested. So, but it, but it's. I mean, that one's simple. It's a red shirt, and then it's yellow pants. So it kind of looks like you're you're Winnie the Pooh. So mm-hmm. that one, like you said, that one's pretty easy to do. So a lot of people have that one, and that one is, I'd say, more the, the subtle ones. Mm-hmm. Um, now, a lot of these, if you Google Disney bounding... Although red and yellow aren't really a natural choice to wear right, together. But it's not like... It, but they but are obvious. It's not like a lot to the outfit. Right. Yeah. You know? I think the ones that I've seen the most were... I saw a lot of Mickey Mouses, a lot of Donald Ducks, and a lot of Goofies right. because they're a quintessential of, characters. Right, right. But if you look at... If you Google Disney bounding and you look at the images, you can really tell because a lot of... You see a lot of people where they are Disney bounding and they have their picture with the character they're Disney bounding as. Mm-hmm. And when you see that, they really match up. Like I, I did see one where somebody was Mickey Mouse and it's Mickey and the guy has a bow tie and like the black shirt. And he looks next to Mickey dressed the same way. I've seen the same one. Is he wearing a long sleeve shirt with shorts? 
Because that was kind of a faux pas. I looked at that one. I'm like, could we not do that? I'm not. I'm not sure on that. But he, <laughs> but he looked just like the Mickey that he was, you know, dressed as. So when you yeah. see that, they look really good. But yeah, so you're kind of finding the character you want to be, looking at them for inspiration, and then, like you said, trying to influence your wardrobe um, in order to bring their spirit into what you're wearing. Yeah, yeah. Um, it. You, that's one way that you can do it is you start with the character and then you go from there. But another way that you could do it is just go through your closet or go to a store and, and find something that you think looks like a particular character. So, for example, if I'm in my closet and I'm like, okay, Mickey Mouse, he's an easy, really recognizable one. Uh, to do. So I might, I have tons of black shirts. I love black shirts. So I'm going to go through, I'm going to pick out one of my black shirts. Uh, I have red shorts, red soccer shorts, but that's kind of not fashion forward. So I probably would go out and purchase different, like cuter red shorts. And then I would get yellow shoes because I don't have enough shoes. Um, So I think I would have to get yellow shoes. I just heard that. Uh I like, wasn't paying attention. I was there. waiting for you to react. I wasn't paying attention there for a minute. And then I, I was listening to what you were saying. And then like five seconds later, it hit me. Wait, she said she doesn't have enough shoes. And I was like, that doesn't sound right there. <laughs> yeah, I kind of have a, a problem. Um, so yeah, so I would probably get some yellow shoes. And then you can finish off the look with other ex- accessories. So some people go really hard and they get purses and things that are inspired by the characters. Like there are stitch purse- purses and... Uh, there are Mickey Mouse purses and Minnie Mouse purses, but I think I would go with, with if I was doing Mickey, I would maybe something simple like some white bracelets to nod towards his white gloves because you're not going to wear gloves in Disney most of the time. Okay, good. I could see that. Yeah. So, yeah, you can either start with the character or start with something in your wardrobe that would work. And That's a good point. You don't always have to go out and buy an outfit right. to, to do this. You can see what you have and make it work. It's not like you have to be an exact copy of the person. Right. And I had all like the violet stuff. I had all of those items. Yeah. So basically you wore a red shirt Mm -hmm. and you had a yellow headband Mm -hmm. and that's, that kind of matched her incredible costume. Right. And then I had a pair of dark gray pants because I didn't have black ones. And then I wore like black booties to go with it. (laughs) Joe's giving me a really weird look. Boots you mean? Well, they're called they're little boots, so they're called okay, booties. booties. I was gonna ask you if this sounds like something you do, but you've kind of already answered that. I think that it would be so much fun. It would kind of be like you're walking around the, a park with a secret identity. Like it'll channel that ch- childlike, that childlike fun of having a secret. I don't know. If, well, but- see that I would say that was my thing with it initially, and and some of them it's like you would never know that they are supposed to be a character. Because they're, they are so subtle. And it's like, I, I find myself thinking, when I go to the parks, I don't know that I've ever seen anybody doing this. Like, I feel like if I'm going to Disney bound, I don't want to necessarily stand out. Like you said, you kind of want it to be a bit of a secret. Mm-hmm. But I almost don't want it to be so subtle where it's like, n- nobody even like notices you you look a little different. So I think that's, that's part the one, of the that's fun. The one thing, well, it, I will agree, agree with that. But that's the one thing I think that, you know, the, the dapper days when everybody's dressed up, you kind of see the people. You're, you're a little bit more noticeable. It's like, hey, they know you're doing something. Um, but to, yeah, to your point, it's a secret. You know, we've, we've talked about this before that Disney fandom, especially in the theme parks, 
has so many levels. So, I mean, you can be somebody that, that's just going on a family vacation. Maybe it's your first time to, to Disney World or Disneyland. Maybe you go every few years. And you can go and enjoy everything the theme parks have. You could you could go to the rides, see the characters, and be fine. Yeah, I never knew it existed. In fact, I think this was back the last time we went to Disney. So I was still a high school teacher, and one of my students asked me if I was going to Disney Bound. Like, it, she was the one who actually told me about Disney bounding. Yeah, yeah I didn't know anything about it before my student mentioned it to me. Right. So 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 that's that's my point is so that you know you can go just to have a, a good time, but then there's different levels. You can pin trade, you can go behind mm-hmm. the scenes stores. There's this Disney bounding thing where like you said it's kind of like you are uh you have a secret identity in the park. So you're there, you're doing something you know that's kind of showing your fandom for a character, showing your love for Disney, but yet most of the people there will never even notice it because, but the other people that are Disney bounding on that level, they'll notice it. Exactly. And then it and gives you a deeper connection fun. with those people. Yes, exactly. It's the, the fun of being recognized and sharing that moment of understanding with another See, human being. I get being. it now. I get it uh-huh. now. Exactly. Good. Really what it was is it was finding some cool Disney bounding ideas on the <laughs> internet that I'm like, I want to do some of these. So Right. Yeah. They're like the couples costumes. Did you see any of the couples yet? Whenever you looked, no, I have not. There are some really good ones, like so. I, I mean, some of the good ones I saw, and some of the simple ones. So somebody is Elsa, like I mentioned. We, you know, we kind of talked about earlier. You can't go dressed up as Elsa, but this person's Elsa. It's a blue dress or kind of a teal, you know, blue dress like Elsa wears with a purple sweater that kind of is like her her shawl that she wears, and it's a pretty good match. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's a lot of them. Like we said, Winnie the Pooh is very frequent. There's a lot of Mickey and Minnie's. You see a lot of people dressed as Jasmine. They're they're pretty easy to do. And most of these, I'd have to say, at least from what I've seen, tend to be women doing this more. Yeah, there's some pretty cute ones of like Belle and Gaston. And um, I think I, I, I looked at, if you go to the DisneyBound.co website, which is the, the website that's run by Leslie Kay, the person who started... Disney bounding, she has a whole sec- section dedicated to like couples and, and outfits that you could put together as a couple and characters that work well as, you know, to make couples costumes. Right. But I think to your point, a lot of this deals with the accessories. And so women's fashion, I think, lends itself more to accessories because yeah. you can do dresses versus pants or shorts. You, you know, women commonly wear sweaters, bracelets. So there's a lot more you can do and really add a lot of detail to these characters. Plus a lot of, there's a lot of Disney princesses to, to copy. And Whereas men, it's, I mean, a lot of the accessories here are, you know, people have suspenders, they have um, bow ties, b- bow ties, button down vest ties. So there definitely is some things you can um, do thing to it, accessorize, but it seems to be, you know, with the women, like you said, different shoe another, options, it makes it a lot easier. Another thing that a lot of people do and men or women can do it is hats. Like there's a lot of, I don't know if you've seen any of the Buzz Lightyear ones, but they're pretty good with the white and purple. And then you put on like a green beanie to sort of look like Buzz. Um, so you, if you're creative enough, you could definitely do something uh, to, to make it work. Now, of course you're, you can't do, you're probably not going to do a bracelet. Like if I was dressing as captain Jack Sparrow, I can't carry a sword because again, I'd get kicked out of the park. Um, you so, wouldn't get in the park. Yeah. Well, 
Yeah. And I would probably get, I would get arrested too, probably. But I have a bracelet that's has a sword. It's a sword that's wrapped around. So that's a nice way to just to, to show. I saw a lot of people who were doing um, Simba who had necklaces that had lions on them. So there's I'll a, say, how would you do Simba? Because he doesn't even like you just wear all brown well, yeah. and then like a furry and, mane. Yeah. If you read any of the interviews from Leslie Kay, she mentions that the hardest people or things to, to Disney bound as are the animal characters because a lot of them are monochromatic. But she did mention that some a lot of them also have a certain like like a different chest color that helps you. So I saw a lot of really cool scars where people would wear a brown outfit with a really nice black scarf or a black cardigan as the main, and that looks really cool. So yeah, I'll just say. So do you maybe want to talk about a couple of the? I mean, you've mentioned a few of the good ones that you've seen. Who would you go as? So if you if you're Disney bounding, the next time we go, what's kind of your maybe one or two that you've seen that you would like to to try? Um, well, that's, that's a tough one. I, just because I have a soft spot for Scar, even though his, the pants options there kind of, or, bleh, um, I would love to try to do Scar, but of course we usually go when it's warm, so I'm not going to be wearing a that's scarf. That's the other thing. That's the other key with this Disney bounding is not only do you have to make it look like the character, but especially if you go to Florida, you have to factor in what you're wearing because if you're wearing button down shirts and ties <laughs> and pants and everything, it may be a lot of fun, but it's going to be a lot of fun for about an hour. And then it's going to be, get some pictures, get, get, get the photo pass people to take your pictures <laughs> to prove you did it. And then go back to the hotel. Cause you're going to be so hot. You're yeah, not going to be able to do it. You're going to be sweating like gumballs. But, um, I actually saw something on a website earlier. It was a, like a clothing website. They were selling an orange skirt, like a really nice wide orange skirt with, and they were, they had paired it with a black and white striped shirt. Can you guess what character that is? Orange. And stripes, big fin, little fin. Oh, Nemo. Yeah, Nemo. I, and I think that that's one character that seems kind of difficult to do, but I thought that, that was a really cool way to kind of do Nemo. So I think that that would be a fun one to do. Some some that I've seen, a really easy one is Nick Wild. It's some khaki pants and a green shirt. <laughs> that's super simple. That's one like I was saying earlier that you could accidentally Disney bound ass. <laughs> But the one I found, and I really want to do this, is there's an Iron Man one. Yes. And this is this is a little bit more intricate. So this has some accessories. So basically, it is red pants with a. So this is this is Iron Man in the suit. This isn't just Tony Stark because mm-hmm. you could wear a suit and say, "Hey, I'm Tony Stark." But this is Iron Man in the suit. So it's red pants with uh, a white button-down shirt and a red vest. And then you wear a yellow belt and a yellow tie. Oh, nice. So, and then they have... I could see you wearing a tie to Disney. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, so to your point, it's it's a little bit more dressed up. It's not necessarily just, you know, hey, I'm going in a t-shirt and shorts to the park. It's a little bit more dressed up because you have, you know, a, a button-down shirt and a vest. But it really, you can see the Iron Man in it because you have the reds and then the yellow belt, the mm-hmm. yellow tie. I think that one would be a really good one to go as. Yeah. I think that my favorite couples one that I've seen, right, like I've recently seen is the Lilo and Stitch couples uh, costume. I, I actually, call Lilo. <laughs> sure, sure. 
So, and that's pretty simple. Like you just get a really nice Hawaiian floral. If you can get red and white, that's perfect. And maybe like some Hawaiian flowers. And then you basically wear mostly blue and we could be Lilo and Stitch. So I, I think that, that one's a, a cool one. And of course I have a little bit of an affinity for Stitch. So that kind of plays into it. But yeah, I think that there's a lot of characters you can do that are a lot of fun. Yeah, there's definitely, I mean, the more you look into it and like I said, I mean, I, Started off being like, yeah, whatever, and now I'm all into it, and I want to do a million. Imagine Kylo Ren. I want to do a million of it. Yeah, I mean, I haven't seen any of these. You know, there's, there are some Marvel ones, but yeah, I haven't seen anybody really with Star Wars too much. I guess you could do Han Solo pretty easy, but yeah, but like a, a Kylo Ren, somebody you know, do some villains. You don't see a ton of villains. Most of these seem to be the heroes. So like you said, Scar. I haven't seen a lot of Scars, but a lot of the villains don't really seem to be represented Disney bounty. Maybe that's. I saw gonna, some Ursulas. Maybe that's going to be, you know, kind of my niche in <laughs> is that I'm going to Disney bound. He's going as, as all villains. villains and robots, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I could do Baymax. Just wear all white. <laughs> yeah, and all and all the the different Disney villains. So you could dress up, um, like. Nemo, I could be uh, Bruce the shark, even though he's not really the villain, but yeah, I could be the, the dentist. <laughs> you can be, oh my gosh, what's her name? I can't. You could, Ray and Kylo Ren, that would be a good couples one. It is, or I've, I've seen some, I mean, this is, I don't want to say it's cheating, but I did see some really cute BB-8 dresses. I could be BB-8 and you could be Ray. <laughs> <laughs> I could still be Kylo Ren and you could be BB-8. You know what? But... I can do your hair. Put little ponytails. Your hair is kind of getting a little longer on top. I'll just put the little ponytails. It would, it would be pretty good. You know, the man bun's in, but what about the triple man bun? <laughs> do the Ray triple man bun. <laughs> that's okay. So. Yeah, awesome. So I, I think that that's pretty much all I have. Just check out the Disney Bound website, which is run by uh, Leslie Kay, which is Disney. So that's just kind of, that's she started it. So that's just kind yeah. of her blog. That's not necessarily yeah. the. There's no official. Yeah, there's no official. There's a lot website, of pe- but yeah, but, you can find stuff she, on. Buzzfeed. She posts a lot of outfits on there because she's been doing. She started, like I said, she started this blog a few years ago. So yeah. she's been doing and a she lot. And she cheats every now and then too. Sometimes she'll do like Barbie or she does um, Harry Potter because a lot of Harry Potter fans are also big Disney fans. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of really cool ideas on there for you. And, uh, again, there's, we're going to link to, uh, an article that I found on Buzzfeed that has a couple examples just in case you wanted to see some pretty decent examples. Of, and you can really just Google it. Like I yeah, said, you if you Google, Google Disney bounding outfits, I'm sure Pinterest, uh, you could find a lot on this as well. Oh yeah. So, but if you have Disney bounded before, or you're thinking about it and you have some, you know, outfit ideas, you know, definitely share them with us. Yeah. If you have any so, tips t- or tag, if you have pictures, tag us on Instagram or at enchanted ears podcast. Yeah. We'd love to see them. You know, we'll share them if you don't mind. Let us know on Facebook. If you've tried Disney bounding, we're enchanted ears podcast over there as well. Um, you know, let, let us know if you've, if you've done it, if you've seen people doing it, you know, what you think, share pictures. We'd love to, to hear from you. Yeah, and you can do this, by the way, in your everyday life, too. You don't have to be at a park. So Yeah, I- so if you're in between trips and you're missing Disney, you can Disney bound at work. So it's like your own little bit of Disney. Yeah, I read so I- somewhere that somebody said that they do it to job interviews. That's so- what I was going to say. I could see this as 
And maybe that's why it's you don't kind see, of a life choice. Yeah, you know? maybe that's why you don't see it a ton in the park. One, I haven't really paid attention to it, so I have to. Next time we go, I have to pay more attention. But I see this as a way to keep the Disney magic alive in your everyday life. So mm-hmm. a lot of people only go to the parks once every few years. I mean, let's, let's face it, going to Disney is expensive. It's not like it's oh, yeah. something that people can do all the time. And so, whenever you're only going every few years. You want to go more often. You love Disney. You want to keep that magic going. So what do you do? You Disney bound. And mm-hmm. like we said, I mean, the Tony Stark one's a great example. It's suit pants. It's it's a button down. It's a tie. You could wear that to work, you know, mm-hmm. potentially. Exactly. Um, you know, some of the genie ones, even though I kind of made fun of it. I, it's, it's a button down blue shirt. You know, it's it's jeans or some, you know, nice pants. It's fun as a teacher because I yeah. have like kids and... It, it's just a fun little thing that I could do. Right. And that's really a secret identity. That's like your own little secret. You have your little Disney secret exactly. in your everyday life. So I, I could see that, that yeah, it's more of a, a day-to-day thing as opposed to a going to the Disney parks type of thing. Because again, mm-hmm. we talked about it, it's very hot, especially in Florida. I don't know if you'd want to Disney bound too much. Some of these outfits look like they'd be miserable in the Florida humidity. Yeah, but, but I mean, if you're going in January, it might not be so bad. Oh, right, yeah. If you're going at another time, but I'm just saying, yeah, I, I definitely could see this as more of a, a day-to-day thing. I'm going to have to think more about, look at my outfits, like Wait, you said. can I challenge you? And see this. Can I can I put a challenge on you? Sure, you can challenge me. Okay. I don't have to choose to accept it, but go ahead. <laughs> I have a mission, should you choose to accept it. Okay. <laughs> um, Disney bound to work tomorrow. Yeah, see, I don't. That's what I'm saying. I'd have to look and see because I don't know if I have anything. That, that would require some pre-planning on your. I don't outf- know that on I, the outfit front. I don't know that I have anything to put together, but I definitely think I'm gonna go and kind of like you said, that's a good point. Look through my outfits and see what I already have, and maybe could kind of piece something together. But definitely, by the time we go to a park again, I'm gonna get something. So we'll have to dizzy about next time we go. Yeah, sounds like so. sounds like fun. But I, th- I think that's about it for this week. Yeah, we'll, we want to do a, a question real <gasps> we quick. We have one? Yes. So this isn't necessarily a listener question, but I saw some somebody asked this. <laughs> our, our dog asked it. No, no. So on Facebook and a lot of Disney Facebook groups, so I saw somebody pose this question in, a, in the group, and I thought it was a really interesting question. I'm going to tweak it a little bit. So the question was, on your next trip to Disney World, if you could only go to three of the parks, which three would they be? So there's Animal Kingdom, Magic Kingdom, Hollywood Studios, and Epcot. Now, I think right now it's pretty easy because you would probably just drop Hollywood Studios. Though, but now it's yeah, Toy, Story yeah, Land, it's Toy Story Land. But so I'm going to make it harder because I think three might be a little bit easy. I'm going to make it a little bit harder. Oh. So if you can only visit two parks. So you're going to Disney World, but you only have time to visit two parks. Which two would they be? Okay. Um, so I thought this was a really good question, so I wanted to bring it up. This isn't actually that... I don't know. I This actually isn't too hard for me for some reason. We haven't been to Pandora yet, so Animal Kingdom, I think, would be my first choice. Okay. Uh, because, so again, I would love to see that. I'd love to Pandora? see it at night. Yeah, okay. for, for Pandora, and just because I love the safari and all the animals there. 
And it's also, in my opinion, the coolest park. Like, coolest. Like, it's not as hot as the other parks. It has a lot of shade. There's a lot of shade all in the, it. All the trees and everything in there. That actually is a good point. It's right. pretty shaded there. Right. So, I think that's my number one choice. And my second choice would be Epcot, just because of my latest obsession with eating Disney food. And I think that that's the best place that I have to try eating Disney food at. I would love to try the different rest- like restaurants. I know that there are probably some Disney challenges, which is another thing that we want to do an episode on is Disney challenges. So hit us up if you know of any really cool Disney challenges on Facebook so that we can cover them on an episode. But I would love to hop from country to country and try to sample something from everyone. Uh, and of course, there's the Frozen ride we haven't been to. I always enjoy Soarin', which is there. Okay, that's, in- that's interesting that you pick those two i mean i kind of figured you'd pick animal kingdom that's interesting you pick epcot so i think i would go with magic kingdom Mm -hmm. because there's so much to do at that park you can easily spend you know a couple days there true they have they have a lot of great rides you have the the castles there they have the projection show at night so they have a the best nighttime show right now on property um plus just all the rides, Pirates of the Caribbean, Haunted Mansion, um, Space Mountain. I, I mean, all, uh-huh. all those great rides. Yeah. And then I think my second one, I was originally going to say, I was thinking Epcot, but I think I'm going to go Animal Kingdom. Uh-huh. I, I persuaded you. No, you didn't persuade me. I was kind of up between the two. I do really love Epcot, but if I can only visit two parks, I want to go to the Animal Kingdom because... I feel like, like you said, they have Pandora, which is new, Expedition Everest, mm-hmm. which is a great ride. But now that I'm talking about it, Epcot is living with the land, which is probably <laughs> Joe, which is probably my favorite ride. Living with the land, and there's not usually a, a wait either. Nah, sometimes there is, but not, not usually a long, long one. But yeah, they have living with the land now that I think about it, and I do love that ride. It is kind of fun to so see. Now that we've gotten more into like planting and gardening and things, it's kind of fun to see oh, how man. they do that. So I'm going to go to Disney World. I'm not going to ride living with the land. I may have to switch to Epcot because I was thinking, <laughs> oh, Animal Kingdom has, you know, they have the funner rides with, with Everest and, and Flight of Passage and the Safari. So you and prefer. There's a true life. But. Yeah, but that you Epcot would has lived with the living land. with the land, which you've rode. That's actually that's on personality for you. Prefer to go with something that you know rather than yeah, branch out I, into something. I think new. I'm gonna stick with. <laughs> I think I'm gonna. St- I think I'm gonna stick with Animal Kingdom, just because I do think if again, and this is only if I can pick two parks, I'm gonna have to sacrifice. But you won't get to see the people opening the clams in Japan. That's I'm gonna have to sacrifice living with the land to go to Animal Kingdom because I. Th- think i enjoy animal kingdom as a whole more than i do epcot so if i only could pick two parks i would go magic kingdom animal kingdom now if i could do three which was kind of the question posed in the facebook group i definitely would go epcot i would drop plywood studios even with toy story land there i think i'll skip that and i'll just pick that up on my next trip whenever (laughs) i go for star wars land so yeah. But I thought that was just a, a really interesting question because uh, you you do run into that a lot. If you can go sometimes, you know, hopefully you can go four or five days where you can get one day in each park and maybe an extra day to kind of split amongst the other parks. But sometimes you don't have that and you do kind of have to drop one or two. Yeah, it 
if I had to pick, if I got to pick a third park, if it was during the summer when it's really, really hot, I would probably pick Typhoon Lagoon. I'll really shock you. Well, that's a water park. I, I think the question was one of the four main oh, okay, theme parks. Okay, but, okay. But, but yeah, yeah, no, the yeah, I mean, the water parks are great. So again, that's the thing. So sometimes you have to, you can't go to the mall. Sometimes you have to pick, mm-hmm. you know, one or the other. So, but I thought that was you know kind of an interesting, you know, thought. But if you have, you know, a, a question like that of which would we rather do? Or, would you rather? Or if, you know, a, a vacation planning question or a movie question or anything like that, feel free to send it to us uh, through Facebook at Enchanted Ears Podcast or through our website, www.enchantedearspodcast.com slash podcast question. There's a form you can fill out on there. You can submit a question or if you have... It sounds a, very a, official. Fill out a form. Well, yeah. It's just, Are you the government? Oh, <laughs> no, it's just, a, it's just a form, but it's a Google form. So it's just an easy way to submit questions. Okay, so you can okay. submit your question or if you have a yep. comment, if you have you know a piece of news or a topic you'd like to discuss, you can submit it there as well. You definitely subscribe to us on iTunes or Stitcher. Yeah, leave us a review, please. I mean, anything helps. Right. That, but that's it for this week. Uh, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. And, and have, have a, a magical, magical day. day.